Today's daf is Nedarim daf Pei Dalid, and we are at the Mishnah, seven lines from the top of daf Pei Gimel Amid Beis. Today's daf is being learned to Le'ilui Nishmas Chayim Malazer Ben Yibadal Chayim Reb Shimshin and today's daf is also being learned as a Schus Rufuah Shalema the Esther Fradel Baschana. So today's daf is going to be a daf where the laws of Nedarim, specifically. Hafaras Nadarim, but as we'll see, not exclusively Hafaras Nadarim, meet the laws of Zra'im. So we already had some Zra'im sugis tucked away in Mesechtis Nadarim. Some of the hardest Daphne in the Mesechta, Daphne Zayin, Daphne Ches, Daphne Tes. Today's Daphne is not quite as hard, but it is Nogeya laws of Zra'im, a little bit more Lumdis related to Zra'im. With that introduction, a woman that makes a nether that I will not have any hana from people. So I don't want to have any hana from humans. The Allah is, the husband is not allowed to be made for the nether. Why not? That will be the first discussion of the Gemara. Additionally, this woman, although she's not allowed to have hana from people, but she could take leket, shikha, peya, the matnes from people. Meaning, you would have thought that if she can't have hana from people, how could she take the leket shikha That's what the Mishnah says, that that's not a problem. She's allowed to take the leket shikha If a woman makes a nether, or even a man for that matter, makes a nether and says that kohanim levim cannot have any hana from me. So now it comes time to give chumas umaisris. The problem is, the kohanim levi can't take the chumas umaisris because by definition, they'll be benefiting from this person who made a nether that the Kehanim and Levim can't have enough from them. So it says the Mishnah doesn't matter. Yitlu al karchai, they're allowed to come, take the Chumas of Maestris, al karchai, meaning even if the person is saying, no, I made a nether, I can't give it to you. It doesn't matter. Still, they're allowed to take it. Kehanim elu ulevim elu nehenemli. What if a person makes a nether, not an inclusive nether that says that no Kehanim or Levim can have enough from me, but rather he points at specific Kehanim. He says, you, Ruvain, the Kayan, you can't have an offer me. And you, Shimon, the Kayan, you can't have an offer me. Or if he says the same thing regarding Leviim, then Dalach is Yitlacher. Then those Kayanim and Leviim will not be able to take the Chumas from Maestris, rather, will need different Kayanim and Leviim to take the Chumas Maestris. So, not a long Mishnah, it reads fairly quickly, but as you can tell, there's a lot here, and really today's daf, we will be Ezra Hashem get up to the Mishnah on daf Peheya Maralaf. So, really, we're not learning a daf, but we're learning a daf and a half. Is going to be a, a pirish, it's going to be a commentary on everything that we just said. So, taking it from the top, the first halach of the Mishnah was a woman made a nether. She said, Koinim Shani which means no Brios, no humans are allowed to have Hanah from me. Says the Mishnah, The husband is not allowed to be mefer. Then the Mishnah said, If she wants, she can take like a chikrupeya. The Gemara is going to ask a kasha, which essentially is, I don't understand the Mishnah, and the Gemara is going to bring three different pshatim from the Amoyeroyim, Ula, Rav, and Rav Nachman, to understand Pasha Pshat and Mishnah. That's going to be the first third or so of the daf. Now, the question that the Gemara is going to ask is predicated on a very obvious assumption. And that is, if the Mishnah said, it would seem to suggest that this nether 
is not a nether sheyesh ba inu nefesh. So if a woman makes a nether that I can't have enough from people, it's not a nether sheyesh ba inu nefesh. And being that it doesn't involve inu nefesh, the husband has no license to be made for the nether. Because we know that the only time a baal could be made for a nether is if the nether is either yesh ba inu nefesh or it's dvarim shebeinoy lebeinah. Kainim shani nena labrius is for sure not dvarim shebeinoy lebeinah. And if the Mishnah says inu yochel offer, then by definition it's also not a nether that involves inu nefesh. Now the Ran interrupts the program for a moment, and the Ran says it's actually the Ran in the Mishnah that how could you tell me that kainim shani nena labrius is not a nether sheyesh ba inu nefesh? We had a Gemara on that pei days on Aleph. It was Shmuel's member. Amar Shmuel mishmei the Levi. Kol nedarim bal mefer leishtoi chutz min hanaasi al. If a woman would make a nether that says that people can't have ana from her, such a nether is not inu nefesh, the husband would not be able to make her. But if a woman makes a nether that I won't have ana from somebody, you can be made for the nether. Meaning if a woman makes a nether that says that one person I can't have enough from. That's already a dovah sheyesh by inu nefesh. And Shmuel said in the name of Levi, the Baal could be made for us. So, the Ran, how is the Shem with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah is saying that even if she says, koinim shani nena it's not just one person, all the brios, inu yochel and if it's inu yochel presumably because it's a neder, shneim by inu nefesh. So, how does it stem with what Shmuel said that even if she made a neder, she won't have enough from one person? Talachas, it's already a neder sheyesh by inu nefesh. So, the Ran says that you have to say that Shmuel's halacha was going according to the Chachamim, in the first Mishnah in the Parak, and our Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yossi, in the first Mishnah of the Parak. In other words, we saw, and this played itself out very much on Daf Pei Beis, that there's a, a very fundamental machloikis in terms of how to define Inu Nefesh. And in broad strokes, the Chachamim had a very inclusive definition of what's Inuy Nefesh, Rechitza, Kishot, these are all Dvarim Shieshmen Inuy Nefesh, as opposed to Rabbi Yossi, who had a very specific, a very limited definition of what Inuy Nefesh is. Shmuel that said that a woman that makes a nether, that I won't have a no, even from one yachit is Inuy Nefesh, that's going according to the Chachamim, who have a liberal definition of Inuy Nefesh. Whereas our Mishnah, like Rafuna said on Daf Pebez, the Gansa Perik, is Rabbi Yossi, is going according to Rabbi Yossi. And being that it's going according to Rabbi Yossi, he has a much more specific definition of what Inuy Nefesh is. Even if she makes an edit that she won't have enough from anybody, even that's not going to be considered Inuy Nefesh. But the point is that if a woman makes a nether, obviously, because it's not a nether, now here's the assumption that the Gemara makes, which underpins the first part of the daf. When she said, did she mean her husband? Meaning, he's a human, he's included in Briois, or maybe not. Not maybe not he's a human, but maybe he's not included in Brias. When a woman says Koinim Shani Nana Libriya, she doesn't mean her husband, she means all the other Brias. She means everybody else. If we assume that Brias means the husband, then it is a neder sheyesh by inu nefesh. Because she just made a neder that she can't have enough from her husband. And that lechura would have to be inu nefesh. Oh, by the way, at the very least, dvarim maybe she be noy no. But the point is, for sure, inu nefesh. And if that's the case, why would the Mishnah say inu yachal If that's the case, you probably have to say that when she said brios, she didn't mean her husband. Therefore, it's not inu nefesh. And the reason it's not inu nefesh is because she never asked herself from her husband. And 
if that's the case, she could still have Hana from her husband. So where's the Inuit Nefesh? The fact that a married woman said that she won't have Hana from some Ploini Almoini, what is that affect her. Where exactly is the Inu Nefesh? Now, she said she can't have enough from her husband. I get it. But she's saying, I can't have enough from someone else. As long as she could have enough from her husband and her husband could support her, so that means her nether is not a nether. She should be Inu Nefesh. So the assumption of the Gemara is that when she said, her husband's not included in Briyos. Because if her husband's included in Briyos, then she's not being supported by anybody. She can't have enough from anyone. And if that's the case, for sure, it should be a nether. She should be Inu Nefesh. The Teretz is, no, her husband's not included. So all she said was that she can't have enough from all the men. She anyways is not supposed to have enough from. So what's the problem? So therefore it's not an edashesh but inu nefesh, and therefore the Allah is in the The kasha that the Gemara is about to ask is if that's the case, how could the Mishnah say be a chaylihilihanis but like a That this woman's allowed to take like a chikrumpeya. Meaning, she's a married woman, presumably her husband is supporting her, and if that's the case, she's not a poor person. So that what would give her her right then to take Lekha Chikhanpeya? If the Mishnah says she could take Lekha Chikhanpeya, it sounds like as a result of this nether, oh, right now you find yourself in a predicament where you can't have an offer from anybody. Okay, well, the silver lining is you're an Ania, and Ania is allowed to take Matnas Aniyim, and as a result, you have that perk. You can take Lekha Chikhanpeya. But if you're going to tell me that really she's allowed to have an offer from her husband, so she's not an Ania. If she's not an Ania, how could she take Lekha Chikhanpeya? So the cash is Mamonov. How do you understand the first? and the second line. How do you reconcile them? From the fact that the Mishnah says, that would seem to imply that she's not usher to her husband. Therefore, it's if that's the case, why then could she take like a The only time you could take like a is if you have no means of sustenance. This woman has a husband that is allowed to support her because her husband was not included in Briois, and if that's the case, she should not be entitled to Lekha Chikhanpeh. Let's see the Kasha inside. So, Almo, you see from the first part of the Mishnah, from the fact that the Mishnah says, that it's not an Edda and the reason is because her husband's not included in Briois, so the husband's allowed to support him. So, you see that the Baal's not included in Briois. Look at the Seyfi. She's allowed to take Lekha Chikhanpeh. It sounds like she's not taking from her husband. Why? If she's taking from her husband, she's not an Aniyah. She's not entitled to like a chicken payer. So you see that her husband was included in the nether. So from the first line of the mission, it sounds like the husband was not included in the nether. That's why he can't be made for it. That's why it's not Inu Nefesh. And then from the second line of the mission, from the fact that she can take like a chicken payer, it sounds like she doesn't even have the option to take from her husband. It's Mash, but then the husband was included in the nether. So which one is it? So the Gemara is going to say three Mahalchem had to learn the mission. Number one, Omar Ula. Ula said, the from the race the mission is correct. Because the husband's not included in Briyas. And as a result, it's not in Nefesh. You can't have Anah from all these other men. Who cares? Your husband you could have Anah from. As a result, there's no Inuit Nefesh that's coming about as a result of the nether that you made. And therefore, in a This is the word you have to add in the Mishnah. The way Ula explains the Mishnah, that the Mishnah is saying another thing. That even if the husband would, let's say, be an Araman, which would then mean that maybe the nether should be Inuit Nefesh, because she can't have Hanah from Briois. Her husband doesn't have the ability to support her. He doesn't have the means. True, he's not included in the nether. But he doesn't have the ability. So now it comes out she has to come on to other people. If she has to come on to other people, so the fact that she made a nether, is Inuit Nefesh, because her husband can't support her, 
and no one else is allowed to benefit her. So if that's the case, maybe then he should be able to be mefer. Zok the Mishnah, that there's another reason that the husband can't be made for the oid ein yachal ha'afir because at the end of the day she can take like she can pay. So the way Ula's learning the Mishnah, it's really two reasons. There's a oid here. Oid means it's the second reason. There's two reasons why the husband can't be made for. Number one, because he was never included in the ikr neder. So as long as your husband could support you, it's not considered either nefesh. The oid you can anyway take like a chicken pay. So if the husband was neutralized somehow because he doesn't have the means to support her, it still wouldn't be a problem because she could still take like a chicken pay. My rabbi said a different mahalakad. Mishloilam ba'al b'chad b'riyos. Loilam, I'll tell you that the husband is included in b'riyos. Okay. Umatam kamar. And when the Mishnah said, v'yechoylehi lehonis b'leket shikhun peya, the Mishnah is giving a reason, and not just a reason, because in the first pshat it was also a reason, but the only reason. Not v'oid. Umatam. This is the one and only exclusive reason. Matam in yochalahafer. The reason the husband can't be mefer is not because, like, we made the diak in the first line of the Mishnah, because he's not included in the nether. He is included in the nether. And if he's included in the nether, it should be in nefesh. And if that's the case, he should be able to be mefer. You want to know why he can't be mefer? It's It's because you can have enough from Lekha Chikhumpeya. So according to both of these pshatim, that second line, is a reason why the husband can't be mefer. According to the first pshat, it's a second reason. According to the second pshat, it's the only reason. According to the first pshat, it's a second reason, because there's really two reasons why the husband can't be mefer. Number one, he's not Bechal Briois, so it's not Inu Nefesh by definition. Number two, even if he was an Araman, still she could have enough and like a chicken pay. According to the second time of the Gemara, really the husband is included in Briois. And if the husband is included in Briois, so therefore the husband would be able to be mefer based on the fact that it's in nefesh. The reason he can't is because she has a way to be supported. The way she can be supported is by taking like a chicken pay. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said a third territory. So he said like Ula, that really the husband was not included in the net. And if that's the case, the reason the Baal can't be mefer, the first reason, the primary reason is because it's not in nefesh. Because she can have enough from her husband. The fact that she can't have enough from other men, who cares? She's married to this man. He's the man that's going to support her. He's obligated. So what's the problem? Anyway, she's going to end up getting everything that she's supposed to get. Okay, so what is the next line? If her husband's supporting her, she's not an Aniyah. That was the whole question. If she's not an Aniyah, she's not entitled to like a Chikhunpeya. No, the way you're supposed to read the Mishnah is in the event that she got divorced and now she doesn't have a husband anymore. Meaning, it would be in a gay if she was in a scarce. True, Kozman, that she's married, she can't take the leket shikhan but you should just know that a married woman that makes such a nether, the husband couldn't be made for it, so now she has the nether. If she ever got divorced, she would have an option of leket shikhan Or by the way, any person for that matter that would make a nether, it would not be considered a nether sheyesh but inu nefesh. Well, it's not really negaya, but the point is he'd be able to take like a chikhumpeya because like a chikhumpeya is not a violation of the laws of nedarim. Regardless, so we have three mahalchem had to learn the mishnah, and if you're keeping score, two of the three mahalchem presuppose that the baal is lav bechlal briyos. One mahalach is going that the baal is lav bechlal briyos. You want to put names to the shittas? Ula and Rav Nachman both said Baal lav bechlal briyos, and that underpinned the way they explained the Mishnah. Rava held that Baal is bechlal briyos. So with that segue, Rava is going to ask a kasha to Rav Nachman. Now this Gemara, like a lot of Gemaras in the Sachdus Nadarim, has multiple girsois, and we're going to learn the Gemara not with the girsa that we have. There's just one line that we're going to have to change, but rather with the 
first Mahalach that the Ran brings, so we'll read it from the Ran in a vein. Either way, Eisavei Rav Rav Nachman, Rav Estekash Rav Nachman, Baal Avakal Briyus. So you Rav Nachman, Ula also said it, but Rav wasn't talking to Ula. Rav was talking to Rav Nachman. That's why it's Eisavei Rav Rav Nachman. But for the same price, he would have asked the Kasha to Ula as well. So Rav asked Rav Nachman, "Is that true that Baal Avakal Briyus?" But we learned in a Mishnah. We know this Mishnah already. Netula Nimena Yehudim, a woman that makes a nether that I'm not going to have enough from Yehudim, and she was referring to Tashmish Amita, right? So a woman is a married woman. She makes a I will not have anos tashmish from any Yehudim. Yofer Chalkai. The husband has to be made for his chalik. And v'teinah shamashtai. And only afterwards is there going to be a heter tashmish. V'teinah tulum and a Yehudim. And after he is made for, she will remain also to everybody else. So this woman made an adage. She's not going to have anos from any Yehudim. Ta'loch is the bow. In order for him to fulfill oina, who would need to be made for the nether. He can. He should. If he does... As it relates to everybody else, she's going to remain usher to everybody else. So this is what we're going to pick up with the Ram. Now, if you're going to tell me that the husband's not included in Briois, why do you need Hafara? Meaning, what was her nether? Her nether was Netula Animena Yehudim. That's the equivalent thereof to being Koinim Shani Nenela Briois. Obviously, the Mishnah is saying that the husband's included in Yehudim. Now, if Baal is Lab Bechlal Briois, then Baal should be Lab Bechlal Yehudim either. And if that's the case, why does he have to be made for his chalik? His chalik should have never even gone into effect. Just like in the Mishnah, Rav Nachman and Ulo said that when a woman says, because he's not included in Briois, the word Briois to a married woman is everybody other than her husband. Then you would assume that the word Yehudim to a married woman is also anyone other than her husband. So why is it Yafir Chelkai? Why does he have to be Mefer? So the Gemara says, Shani here it's different. Here we're dealing with Tashmish Amita. A married woman is also a Tashmish to anyone other than her husband. So if she said, established she included her husband in that. She probably only meant her husband, but for sure she meant her husband, right? So therefore, here we assume the Baal is Bechlau Yehudim. As it relates to, a, however, a woman that says, I'm not going to have enough from people. You could have enough from another man. And being that you could have enough from him, so then there's Malkim to say that when she says Bria, she didn't necessarily mean her husband. And being that there's Malkim to say that, so it's for that reason we are going to say that maybe Baal is love Bechlal Bria. So there's really a lot of runs that we could speak out now. Let's just mention one, maybe two. But let's just start with one. And that is, the Mishnah said, Koinim shani nana lebriyos, ene yochalahaf. So what three Mahalchem had to understand what exactly the Mishnah is saying. But one thing for sure the Mishnah is saying is A woman that made a net that she's not going to have enough from Briois could take from these people. It's mashma only What about Sudaka? What about a woman that made a net that won't have enough from Briois and now she realizes she's stuck? So she goes to the Gabbai Stalker in the city and she says that because of my situation, I find myself in a very dire place. Can you please help me out? It sounds like she wouldn't be able to take Stalker. It sounds like it's Leke Chikrim Pei that she can take. But Stalker not. The next Gemara, we're going to see that there's a discussion. Could you take Meiser Oni? Which reinforces the question. We're being very bedictok in terms of what it is she can't take. So Shtal Sakhtafraga, why can't she take Tzlaka? So the Ran addresses this question 
in the Mishnah. And the Ran says that the reason the Mishnah says she could take Lekha Chikha and Peya is the Kivan Dechsiv Bahu Tazoif because there's a very big difference between the way the Torah presents a man's obligation to give like a chekhempeya versus the way the Torah represents a man's obligation to give tzedakah. Tzedakah, it says, nasoin titen, give tzedakah. By like a chekhempeya, it doesn't say give. The Pasik says, That's the equivalent thereof as it relates to Anovim. Don't give it, just leave it. What's the Nafkimina? So the short answer is Tevisana. What does Tevisana mean? That's going to be the third part of today's that. But all we need to know for now is, is that when it comes to the person that gives Sadaka is a shtikobalabas over here. He's giving it. So I'm giving, you're taking. As a result, you're having Hana. And therefore, that's something that's going to be us. So when you made a net, you're not going to have Hana. But when it comes to Leket Shekhempeya, it's Tazoiv. I'm not giving it to you. You're almost not even taking it from me. There isn't even Tevis Hana. We'll see what that means a little bit better at the end of the daf. But the bottom line is, it's because of the fact that it says Tazoy that we emphasize that she's allowed to take Laka Chik Kampeya. I'm being most of my daughter that we're skipping some important runs. There's also a run in yesterday's daf where the run talks about Nodr Mishteki Kores, Ba'achas Mesano, Ba'achas Ein Mesano, the Machlik Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. That's Negea today's daf that we're skipping also. Most of my daughter. It's going to get late early if we don't go weiter, so we're going to go weiter. Zog, the Gemara weiter. Yecholo lehonois beleket shekrumpe. So the Mishnah was very, very clear. So this last Ha'or that we spoke at is really a segue to the next part of the Da'af. She's allowed to take leket shekrumpe. Says the Gemara, like Tony, but Maiserani. But it doesn't say in the Mishnah that she's allowed to take Maiserani. What's Maiserani? So every single year, a person that had a feel had to be mafish shumas and Maiserus. Every year you have to give Chuma Gadoila. Every year you had to be Mafresh Maiserishon. The Levi who was the recipient of the Maiserishon every year had to give Chuma's Maiser. Depending on what year in the Shemitah cycle it was, you also had to give another Maiser. It's like an additional tax. Some years it's Maiser Shani. Some years it's Maiser Oni. Either way, the Mishnah did not mention that this woman that made a nether, Kodim Shani Nenel is allowed to take Maiser Oni. Faith to Gemara, but Tanya, we learned in a Braiso. So we have a, a Braisa, Vahatanya Bibraisa. How often do you see that? Vashinadar Mashuna. Vahatanya Bibraisa, right? Vahatanya the Taichas Bibraisa. Vahatanya Bibraisa, Ube Maiserani. That you're allowed to take Maiserani. So it's a stira. The Mishnah's Mashma. You can't take Maiserani. And the Braisa sits before she could take Maiserani. So can she take Maiserani? Can she not take Maiserani? Um, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said like Kasha, Horabi Eliezer, Horabonon. One is going coin to Rabbi Eliezer, the other one's going coin to Rabbonon. Who's this Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbonon Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah, and this Mishnah is a Mesachtis Demai. Dalid, Mishnah, Gimel, and the background to this halach is Let's just chazer over quickly the laws of the Ma'i. What's the Ma'i? If somebody buys peris from an Amma Aretz, the Rabbanan said that regardless of what the Amma Aretz tells you, you're obligated to be mafresh, chumas, umaisus. The reason is because the Amma Aretz will chashud that they didn't give chumas umaisus. Therefore, if you're going to now buy from an Amaharet, you can't trust them unless it's Shabbos, then you could trust them. But the Allah is, then you're going to be obligated to now be Mafish Chumas or Maisvis. However, the laws of Demai are very, very misunderstood. And a few things that are Negea are Gemara. Number one, 
If somebody buys the Mai, Paris from an Amaritz, he does not have to be Mafris Truma Gedayla. The reason is because the Amaritz were not chashed not to be Mafris Truma Gedayla. Since Truma Gedayla, you didn't have to be Mafris. Okay. Maiser Rishon, that's next in line. You did have to be Mafris. However, although you had to be Mafris to Maiser Rishon, you were allowed to keep it and eat it. The reason is because the obligation to be Mafris, Truma Maisris, when you buy the Mai, is based on a suffix. Maybe the Amoritz didn't give Chumas or Maestras. And by the way, it's not even a Suffolk. Because Roiv Amea Oritz Ma'asrunhen. And that's why we're very makele when it comes to Dmai. The opening line of Mesechtis Dmai, Mishnai, is Hakalun Shebet Dmai. We're very makele when it comes to Dmai. But the point is that you have to be Mafish Maestras, but you don't have to give it to anybody. The reason is because the lady's going to come knocking on your door. He's going to say, Rabbi, I heard that you just bought Tfua, 10% is enough to feed my family. I want you to give me my Sarishin. You know what you're going to tell the Levi? Prove it that the Amoritz that I bought this food from never gave my Sarishan. He's going to say, What do you mean? Don't you have an obligation to be Mavrish? Yeah, me Suffolk. I have to be Mavrish because if I'm not, it's a Suffolk Tevel. That's a big problem. It's a Suffolk Isser. But this is now a Suffolk moment whether I have to give it to you. And unless he can prove it, you'll be able to keep it. My Sarishan is Nachalazarim, Rameir is the Dasiachid who holds the My Sarishan treated like Trumo. And as a result, you'll be able to keep it. Okay. Now, before you eat the My Sarishan, you do have to be Mafresh Trumas Meiser. The Trumas Meiser is treated like Truma Gadayla. That's also Lazarim. There you would end up giving it to the Kayan. The reason is because even though it's the same time, you can't eat it. And because you can't eat it, so there you're going to end up giving it to the guy. Here's the question. What about Meiser Oni? If somebody buys Dmai, do you have to be Mafresh Meiser Oni? Or do you not have to be Mafresh Meiser Oni? Now that's posh it, that once you're Mafresh the Meiser Oni, you won't have to give it to anybody. Because the Araman's going to come, he's going to say, I want your Meiser Oni. You'll tell the Araman the same thing you told the Levi. The question is, do you have to be Mafresh it? Meiser you had to be Mafresh. Do you have to be Mafresh Meiser Oni? Or do you not have to be Mafresh Meiser Oni? And at first glance, what it would seem to be dependent on is, if someone has Tvor, and he's not Mafresh Meiser Oni, does he violate the Isetevel? Or does he not violate the Isetevel? If there's an Isetevel, so then it's a Suffolk Isser. Just like with regards to Meiserishin. So you'd have to be Mafreshit. Now, you can eat it, but you would have to be Mafreshit. If, however, there is no Isetevel, then not. That would seem to be the way we would approach it. Either way, it's a Mishnah, and that's what this Mishnah, Perak Dal, Mishnah Gimel, in Mesechtis, the Mai, discusses this very halach. says, You don't have to worry about No, you do have to worry about Meaning, you have to be Mafreshit. However, meaning you don't have to give it away because ultimately at the end of the day you're allowed to keep it. But you have to be kairashem. That's the point. You have to declare that a chalik of this is maiserani. Once you declare it, it's all good. Meaning you can keep it and you can eat it. You can leave it tzimish together with everything else. That's what it means. Lahafresh. You just have to identify. You have to shtalavek that there's a maiserani over here. And if that's you know, if, if you do that, it's going to be okay. So what does that have to do with our sugya? So the gemara says, my love doesn't it seem fair to say? And we'll read the gemara with the gear so that we have not with the. The Kabach just changes the order a little bit. We'll just keep it the way we have it. My love, the man, the Masvekoi Toivel, according to the man that says that Svekoi is Toivel, meaning the man that says, the Chachonim, that if somebody buys Tfua, that's Sophic Moser, also known as Demai, there is Tevel Kolkamo. You were not Mafresh Maiserani. Now the Ran speaks out that what the Gemara is about to say really has nothing to do with. 
holding Sveikoi Toivel. Because the Mandama that holds Sveikoi Toivel, like we just explained, really holds that Vadai is Toivel. And because he holds Vadai is Toivel, therefore Misafik, it's also Toivel. Right? Whether or not you hold, you have to be Mafesh Maisa Oni from the Mai is Tali in whether or not Maisner Oni is Toivel. Whether we say that until you mafresh maizerani, this and this is a table. So sveikai toivel, we're just using the word sveikai, even though it feels like it complicates it a little bit, because that's what our sugya is discussing. The machloik is rabbi and the chachamim is a sugya of sveikai, and therefore we're using the word sveikai. But the nakuda, the punchline, really has nothing to do with sveikai. I am berak. But either way, he's going to hold that maizerani has toivesano. Being that this toivesano, like mahanya. So therefore, you're not allowed to have Hanot. But according to the Mandama that holds that you don't have to be Kurdishem, the sheet of Rabbi Yezek, because of a Sveikai ain't He holds that Sveikai is not Taival, meaning Maiseroni is not Taival. That's why by Demai you don't have to be Mafrish Maiseroni at all. The Chosha Sveikai ain't Taival. And being that Sveikai is ain't Taival, Leslie Taivas Hanot, it's for that reason there is no Taivas Hanot. And if there's no Taivas Hanot, Vashari Leilis Hanuye, therefore, you'll be able to have Hanah. So the Gemara just said a lot. The Gemara is saying that could be the Teretz to the Diak in our Mishnah and the Vahatanya Bebraisa, whether or not a woman that made a nether, could she take Maisaroni or could she not take Maisaroni from these Briyas? It's really totally in a Machlikis Rebeliaz and the Chachamim who argued in the Sugya of Demai whether or not you have to, at the very least, be Kairashem on Maiserani, when you purchase Tfua from an Amaaretz, which the Gemara says is in itself Tali, in whether there's Toivas by Maiserani, or there's not Toivas by Maiserani. So let's work backwards. Meaning, if there's Toivas by Maiserani, which means there's like a dinasina when it comes to Maiserani, so then it would make sense that the woman can't take Maiserani. Just like we made the diak that the Mishnah said only like a chicken and peya she's allowed to take, but you can't take Tstaka. Why? Because of the Tevis because you're having enough from someone. That person's giving you something. Therefore, that in and of itself violates the nether. So if there's a Tevis component over here, said I would explain very well why she wouldn't be able to take Maizirani. Whereas the Brysa that says that she could take Maizirani holds there is no Tevis If there's no Tevis it's not going to be a problem. Givaldi. But the point is that the Mishnah, this is where this gets a little tricky, this Gemara, the Gemara is being toilo, whether or not there's toivas anaba maiserani, in this machloik is Rabbi and the Chacham. If you hold that maiserani is toivel, then there's going to be toivas anaba. If you hold that maiserani is not toivel, then there's not going to be toivas anaba. And the question is, my inyan shmita etzel harsinai, sort of a pun. But what do the two things have to do with each other? Lachuru, what does maiserani being toivel have to do with whether or not there's going to be toivas anah, there's not going to be toivas anah. So the Ran discusses it, and the Ran says as far. The Ran says that what's the makar to the iser tevel? So it's an interesting makar. The Pasik says, v'loi yechalalu as kotshei b'nei Yisrael, eis asher yarimu l'ashem. You're not allowed to be mechalo the kachem b'nei Yisrael, And interestingly, although it sounds like we're talking about kachem, but the Gemara in different places says that this is the makar to the loisase of tavel. It's learned out from v'loyichalu as kachem b'nei Yisrael. The last words of the pasuk are eisashe yarimu Those words suggest that you have the right to decide who you want to give your chumas and to. The Ran says that the words ashe yarimu are the equivalent of nesina. 
I'm going to read the Lashon of the Ran. It's as if it would have said Nasina, which means Tevesana. So the same Pasuk that says Tevel says Tevesana. And the Ran says this was the Tushal of the Gemara. Therefore the Gemara holds that if by Maiserani this Tevel, so it's included in the Lav of Chaluas Kachim in Yisrael, then it's also included as Sheyarimu Lashem, this is going to be Tevesana. If however there's no Tevel, it's not going to be included in Tevesana. Either way, this is where the Gemara came up with this Sushal. Meaning it sounds like in Svar the Ran held there's no reason the Tushal be told he's ever said. But it's just based on this limud. It's based on this drasha. We put them all together. We lump them together. So therefore, obviously, they're one and the same. The bottom line is, the Gemara said, what's the terrorist to the stira? From the Mishnah, it's mashma that you can't take Maiseroni. That's because the Mishnah holds that this Tevis by Maiseroni. Why? Because the Mishnah holds like the Chachamim that Maiseroni is Tevil. And being the Maiser on his toivels, it's included in the Chalwas Kachim in Israel. It's also included as Hashirim Lashem. Therefore, she can't take the Maiser on it. It's only like a chick from Pei where it says Tazoy that she's allowed to take. As opposed to the Brisa that says that she can't take Maiser on it. That's going to coin to Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yezer, who said, Ain Adam Tzarech Likre Shem al Maiser on Shal Demai. Why? Because Maiser on is not Toivel. If it's not Toivel, it's not included in the Pasik of Lechalwas Kachim in Israel. And if that's the case, it's also not included in the end of the Pasik of Esa Sheyorimu Shem, and it's for that reason that the halach is going to be that she would be able to take Maisroni. So who said this teretz to answer the kasha? Rav Yosef. So Amalei Abaya, Sabaya told Rav Yosef, I disagree. No. De kule alma, safik, I think everybody holds Tzveikoy's Teufel. Everybody, meaning Sai the Mishnah, inside the Braisa. And Tznai Rabeliezer, and Tznai the Chacham, who argued when a person takes Maisroni shell. When a person buys the mind, does he have to be mafresh maizer oni or not? Do you have to be kairu shame of the maizer oni? Everybody holds sveika is teivel. There's no question that maizer oni is teivel. Okay, v'rabaliyezer v'rabbonu makom evli. What then is the machlokes? Rabaliyezer and the rabbonu and it's the founder. Rabaliyezer also Rabaliyezer holds a nechsh tamayor. It's not maizer oni. He holds that the reason you don't have to be kairu shame of maizer oni is not because it's not teivel. It's not based on alumdis. He holds that tamayor. It's more chashin on maizer oni. Just like they weren't chashin on truma gedayla, and that's why you don't have to be mafresh truma gedayla. Even though everybody holds truma gedayla is teivel, so too you don't have to be mafresh. Why not? Now, why not? What's the svara? So the Gemara says a nice svara because even the ilu mafker nichsei v'hava oni v'shakalei who less sleeps later because meiser oni is very easy to take. You know what you could do? You could say hefker. Once you mafker all your nechasim, now you're an oni. You'll take the meiser oni and then you'll say kaina. So it's something that you can end up taking beheter. So if you can take a beheter, why would you take a beheter? And it's for that reason, they were never chashin a maizerani, because they knew that if they wanted the maizerani, there's a trick. They could somehow use a loophole and figure out a way to take the maizerani. Rabbanon savri, the Rabbanon hold, that nichsay lemafker inish. People don't just say hefker on all the nechassim, right? The mirtis, because they're afraid. They're afraid someone's going to take it. They want chashin. But the bottom line is, that I hear what you're saying. You're telling me a whole shtikl to explain the machizur blazon the chachamim, which is going to boil down to Tevis Anon, not Tevis Anon, that's the way you want to answer the mission of the Brahsa. I have a whole different understanding. Under a different shot, meaning I hold that that's not Pshan the Machis Rebbe Lezen Chachamim, and if that's not Pshan the Machis Rebbe Lezen Chachamim, then it's not a Tzushtel to our Sugya, says the Gemara that 
If that's the case, we're left with the question. So how are you going to answer the steer between the Mishnah and the Bryce? If it's not Rebbe Lezim the Chachom, because they're not arguing in this, they're arguing in something else. So what then is the Teretz? The Gemara says, Rabbi Amar, Rabbi said, I'll tell you a different Teretz to answer the steer. Again, what was the steer? The Mishnah says that a woman that makes a nether, she can't take Maeser on it. The Bryce says, Mufurish, she could take Maeser on it. So Rabbi said, Kambi Maeser on it, I'm Mishalik B'Tayich One is talking about Maeser on that's Mishalik B'Tayich that the Aruman came to the house of the Balabayas to take the Maeserani. Over there it says the word Nesino. It says, that's talking about where the Maisoni was given being that it says Nesino, there's a Tevisano, therefore you can't give it. The Bryce is talking about where the Maisa Oni was Meschalik B'teich Agronis, where the Oni is not taking the Maisa Oni in the house of the Balabais, but rather he's taking it from the field. Because By the way, notice both Psukim are talking about the Shona Hashlishes. Shona Hashlishes is a Maisa Oni year. That's why we're talking about Maisa Oni, because it's one of the years of Maisa Oni. Maisa Oni was given in the third year of Shemitah and the sixth year of Shemitah. One, two, four, five, was Maeser Shani, three and six was Maeser Oni, and on Shemitah, obviously, there's no Maesers, but the point is, that being that by the Maeser Oni, that's Meschalik, Betoicha Gronois, it says, Vihinachta Besharecha, Vir, it's Shari Lesanuye, there's no Tevis Anah, that's like Leket Shechem Peir, where it says Tazai, as opposed to the Maeser Oni, I'm Meschalik Betoicha Bayis, there it says Nesino, and there there is going to be a Tevis Anah. Now, what emerges from this Gemara, we're going to go fight there now, but what emerges from this Gemara is something fascinating, and that is there's a Nafgamina in the Lomdes of Maeser Oni, depending on whether the Maeser Oni is Meschalik Betoicha Bayis, or whether the Maeser Oni is Meschalik Betoicha Gronis, as if to say, Sudotzvei Chepsis for Maeser Oni. There's Maeser Oni a Meschalik Betoicha Bayis, and there's Maeser Oni a Meschalik Betoicha Gronis. I mean, to us, who don't know that much about Zeroim, you would think that, I don't Maeser Oni is Maeser Oni. No, it comes to Nafkemino. Is it Meschalik Betoicha Bayis, or is it Meschalik Betoicha Gronis? I have a very good read by it that I heard from Levi Chomsky, but we're going to save that for another so we turn our attention to the third and the final part of today's daf, and that is the last part of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah mentioned, A person, in this case it doesn't have to be a woman, made a nether that Kohanim and Leviim cannot have any enough for me. Well, now it's tax season comes time to give Trumas a Meister. So what's the halacha? They take, they take Balkar. You can't stop them. You can't say, what do you mean? Learn the Torah. No. They get to take it. If, however, this person that made the nether identified specific Kayanim and specific Levim, so then the halacha is that the Kayanim and the Levim that he identified cannot take. Rather, in that case, other people are going to have to be the ones that are going to take. And the question of the Gemara is going to be, again, what's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifah? What's the difference between a person that says, Kayhanim, Ulevim, Nenuvi, not these Kayhanim, didn't single anyone out, but all the Kayhanim, Ulevim in the whole world. But when a person singles out specific Kayanim and specific Levim, then already Yitlu then it's going to get 
more problematic, then the net is going to be chal as it relates to Kayanam and Levim. And there the Allah is that Yitlachem, other people are going to have to take it. So again, let's, let's analyze this a little bit, Balpeh, before we start the Gemara. So what should this really be Talian? Meaning, if a person made a net, the Kayanam Levim can't have enough from it. Okay, so you can't invite a coin over you for Shabbos, that's easy, you can't give him anything. Oh, but we're dealing with the Chumas of Maestra specifically. What should that be Talian? Whether or not the Kayanam and the Levim can take Chumas of Maestra or not take Chumas of Maestra. Meaning, what's the Tzad that they should be able to take Chumas of Maestra? Let's work backwards. If they can't have any Anah, no one's debating the Nedas Chal. The question is, is the Nedas Chal regarding Chumas of Maestra, right? All in Yonim, outside of Chumas of Maestra, of course, is Layachal Dabar. The question is, what about with regards to taking Chumas of Maestra? So what should that be Talian? Well, you would say, that it's sad that they should be able to take the Chumas of Maestras is because they're taking what's theirs. I'm not taking your thing. I'm taking my thing. You own your Chumas of Maestras. I can hear not. And because I can hear not, that's the sad they should be able to take it. What's the sad that they should not be able to take it? Because the Balabas really does own his Chumas Maestras. He just has an obligation to give it to Kaihanim and Levian. But Kolkame, he doesn't give it. Really, it belongs to him. Now, it's a tricky type of bylaws because he can't have enough from it. He can't eat it. He can't sell it. All he really owns in it is the schus to be able to decide who to give it to. Right? If you break it down from a practical perspective, the only bias he really has is he gets to pick and choose which kind to give it to, which they gave him a right to do. But other than that, he doesn't seem to have anything. So this is where it's a little bit gray. This is where it's a little bit ambiguous. I can hear that maybe the balabais is nishtaza bailim because he can't eat it, he can't have enough from it, he can't really transact with it. The only thing he can do is he can decide who to give it to. That makes you a balabas. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that does make me a balabas. In the vernacular of the Talmud, that's what's known as Toivasana. Toivasana is where my whole schus that I have in this zach is merit to decide what to do. I can't do anything else with it. I have no other schus ayishtamshas. Why? Because the Torah prohibited me. So at the end of the day, the only thing I could do with it now is decide what to do with it. So the question is, is that considered bailas and halacha? Or is that not considered bailas and halacha? And just to be clear, when we talk about bailas and halacha, Chazal had a very specific definition of what bailas is, right? Each one can't be maktasheh. Even when something's not in my rishus, that could be a chsarn and bailas. It's not considered bailas. So here's the question. When all I have, as far as chusim go, is to decide which person to give it away to, but I myself can't keep it, is that enough to be considered bailam or not? That's what's known as the sugi of toivus ano momen or toivus ano in a moment. The man that holds toivus ano momen holds that toivus ano is enough to give me a din bailam. The man that holds toivus ano in a moment holds that toivus ano is not enough to give me a din bailam. And just to be clear, toivus ano is momen. Of course, it has value. Toivus ano doesn't have value. Of course, it has value. It has tremendous value. But at the same time, the question is not whether it has value. The question is whether if I have schusim of toivus in this chayfetz, does that make me a bailam on this chayfetz or does that not make me a bailam on this chayfetz? That's what's known as the sugyo of toivus moment or not. Now, what does toivus have to do with what we're discussing? Because the Gemara's knee-jerk reaction to our Mishnah is that this shaila of whether or not 
A person made a nether, no camel even could have enough from me. And now they want to take Tumas Amaisris. Should be totally in Tevis Anar Momin or Tevis Anar Enim Momin. How so? If Tevis Anar is Momin, so that means that when the Kayan comes to take Truma from the Balabayas, he's taking something that belongs to the Balabayas. The Balabayas is a Bailam. I only has his Tevis Anar, yeah, but Tevis Anar is Momin. So that would prohibit him from taking it. Just like he's prohibited from having any other Hanar from this Balabayas. If, however, Tevis Anar is in a Momin, that means that when he comes now to take, he's not taking anything that belongs to the Balabayas. And because he's not taking anything that belongs to the Balabayas, so therefore, it would not be a problem. So Lachur, at first glance, this Shaila of whether or not the Kehanim Levine can take Chumas and or not, should be told in Tevis and Amman or not. And that's why this Gemara right here is one of the Sugis and Shas, a bunch of places, but this is one of them, where the Gemara talks about this Shaila of Tevis and Amman or Tevis and Amman. So let's see it inside. Kehanim Levine, Nehenim Levine, Yitlu V'chulu. Almo, you see from here, Tevis and Amman, from the ration of the Mishnah that says that if somebody made a nether, that Kehanim Levine can't have an all the Kehanim Levine in the world can't have an offer me. They can take Bal Karchoy, the Chumas and Maestres. What do you see from there? That they're not taking anything that belongs to the Balabais. Must be Tevis and Amman. Safer. Read the next line of the Mishnah. Other people have to take it. These can't take it. Obviously, they're having an And if they're having an it must be Moment. So, how do you read the Mishnah? Now it sounds like from the Mishnah there's a nafkamina a little bit between Elu or the Kayanim, but the Gemara says I can't even get on to first base because there's a high level question that we need to have and discussion that we need to have. And really what comes out of that discussion is going to result in whether we can even have a Mishnah. So Lachur, if Tavisano is Momin, then I don't know how you can ever have Hanah. Whether you said Elu or didn't say Elu, if Tevis Anah is a moment, then this should never be a problem. That's the Gemara's Kasha. So from the first line of the Mishnah, it would seem Tevis Anah is a moment. From the second line of the Mishnah, it would seem that Tevis Anah is Momin. Um, Rav Hoshias, Rav Hoshias shockingly said, like Kasha, this is not a Kasha. Ha Rebbe, the Ha Rabbi Yosi, the Rabbi Yehuda. One line of the Mishnah. That's why this is a little shocking. It's going according to Rebbe. And the other line in the Mishnah is Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda. Right? To reconcile a stira in Mishnayas and Brises that one is this Tana and one is the other Tana, that's not shocking. That's every daf and Shas. But to say that one line of the Mishnah, the Rashi of the Sefer, which sounds like two different Tziurim with an Afgamin Halacha. No, no, no. It's not two Tziurim. It's two completely different sheetas. One sheet is Tevis and Amam, and the other sheet is Tevis and in a moment. Oh, very good. So the first line holds Tevis and in a moment. Beautiful. Second line holds Tevis and moment. Hence, there's no stira. Now, what's the makar? That Rebbe and Rabbi Yosef, Rebbe Yehuda argued in this machloikis whether Tevis and is moment or not. So the Gemara says a classic. The Tanya we learned in the Bryce, Agoinif, Tivloi Shalchaveri. Somebody stole his friend's Tevel. So someone goes into his friend's field and he steals his Tvua, and it just so happens the Tvua that he stole was Tevel, the Ochloi. And then he ate it. Meshalem loyd made tivla. The halach is, he has to pay back the value of the entire tevel, divrei rabbi. That's what rabbi holds. Rabbi Yosef, rabbi Yehuda, rabbi Yosef, rabbi Yehuda holds, ene meshalem elad mei chulen shabai. You don't have to pay the full value. You only have to pay for the chulen shabai. But the tevel has in it a little bit of trumas and maestris, and the demei trumas and maestris that are tzemished together with this tevel, that you don't have to give. What's the machlokes? What's the machlokes if a ganiv comes and takes somebody's tevel? Do you have to pay even for the chelik that will eventually be the chumas or maestris or not? Rabbi said you do. Rabbi Yehuda said you don't. 
What is the Machlaikis? Probably the Rebbe Sava Rebbe holds Tevisana Mamin. Rebbe Yisli Rebbe Yehuda Sava Tevisana Ene Mamin. Oh, my reading. This is the Machlaikis. Rebbe holds Tevisana Mamin. And being that Rebbe holds Tevisana Mamin, so it comes out that I am a Bailim on the entire Tevel. I, you're going to come to me. You, the Ganev, is going to suddenly become a London. And you're going to say, what? What do you mean? Inside the Tevel, there was Trumas and Maestras. And the Trumas and Maestras, you don't own. It's true. I don't own it, maybe in the conventional sense, but I get to decide who to give it to. And being that I can decide, who to give it to? So it comes out, I have Toivus and if I have Toivus Anah, Toivus Anah moment. If I am moment, you're a Ganif, and therefore you have to pay for it. Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yudah Sabra, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yudah holds Toivus Anah in a moment, that Toivus Anah is in a moment. Incidentally, also not for now, the Taf is just too long today, but if you look at the last round on Taf, paid Dalad on the base, so the round says that according to Rabbi that holds, this side of the Gemara, because of Toivus Anah moment, that Meshalim loy dmei tivloy, it's like the round quote, it's a short round. I mean, dmei chulin shaboy, what does it mean, You have to pay 100 cents on the dollar for the chulin, and you have to pay the value of the toivasana for the trumas or maestras. Meaning, it's not the pshat that you have to pay 100 cents on the dollar for everything that you stole. So this person stole $100 worth of corn. It just so happens only 90 of it is chulin. 10% of it is going to end up being trumas or maestras, let's say, right? So you have to pay... A hundred cents on the dollar for the ninety dollars plus kefal if you're a ganav, right? As it relates to the other ten dollars worth, being that it's ultimately going to become chumas v'maisres, and the only bailus I have is the toivasana. So we're going to determine what is the value of toivasana of ten dollars worth of corn. Let's say we decide it's a dollar, so you'll have to pay it the dollar or kefal on the dollar. But the rant says Avadi, you don't have to pay dollar for dollar for the chelak of chumas v'maisres because the whole bailus you have is is. Merely the schos tayvasana, and being that all you have is the schos tayvasana, therefore you only have to pay based on the tayvasana. Not all the rishonim agree with this round, and this is a real geshmak geshayla as it relates to what Rebbe meant when he said that on the chelik of the trumas and maestras, which is really rooted in tayvasana moment. Do you have to pay full value? Meaning, once I'm a bailim, so therefore you have to pay me a hundred cents on the dollar. No, your whole bailus is the tayvasana. So I only have to pay you the tayvasana. But the bottom line is the gemara says, oh, so this is the machloek. You see, Rebbe Rebbe Yisrael Yehuda. Regarding a gun of they debated this this point whether Toivis is moment or not, and that's the way we're going to reconcile our Shiloh. But the Gemara says, Loi, as it relates to the Machloikis, Rebbe and Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehuda, by a gun of Tivlei it's not Muchach that they're arguing whether Toivis is moment or not. Meaning, the Kuliyam, I'll tell you, Toivis Anah any moment. Maybe they both hold that Toivis is not moment. So if they both hold Tevis and Ozmama, let's hold Cheshman, so then it makes sense why you should not have to pay for the Chelek that's represented by the Trumas and Maestras, which then means Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yudashita is moving. You'd have to understand Rabbi Shita. Why are you being Mishalim called Meitiv? Because over here, Rabbi has a different Shita. Rabbi holds that Matono Shaloi Hormu is Kemisha Hormu That even though you weren't yet mafresh. He holds the matone shaloi hormu are not kemisha hormu dami. And being that they're not kemisha hormu dami, even though it's true there is chumas or maestras that's ma'uriv inside this tavel, but you weren't mafresh yet. Now it's going to become ufresh? Who cares? You didn't do it yet. So of course it's the mashalit meitivloi. Meaning, we're starting the machloikis rebbe or with a premise. Why should you have to pay for everything? You stole Trumas and Maestras. I did. 
ain't still Shumas and Meisas. Person wasn't Mafish Shumas and Meisas. Yeah, one day he could have, should have, would have been Mafish Shumas and Meisas. But today he wasn't Mafish Shumas and Meisas. So if he wasn't Mafish Shumas and Meisas today, so why are you telling me that I need to be Mafish that that you stole Shumas and Meisas? You didn't. That says the Gemara might be what Rebbe holds. Rebbe holds Mishalim called Meitivloi because there is no Shumas and Meisas. Meaning, Enochinami. If you would have been mafresh at Shumas Meisters, yeah, that'd be a shy of Tavisana moment, Tavisana on that moment. But you were a mafresh yet. And even though it's Oimed Lokach, but Rebbe holds that Matone Shaloi Hormu is love, Kimisha Hormu Damian. So right now, all you have is Tevel, and that's why you have to pay everything. In other words, the Gemara thought the Machloik is Rebbe Brace, but who does the Rebbe holds Tavisana's moment? That's why you have to pay for everything, because you're a Bailam, even on the Chumas of Maestros that's in the Tevel. Whereas Rebbe Yosef, who does Tavisana's not moment, you're not a Bailam on that Chalik. So if the Gemara, it's not true, that's not the Machloik is. Everybody holds Tavisana's ain't a moment. I, Rebbe holds, you have to be Mishalim for the entire Tevel. That's because he holds there's no Chumas of Maestros right now. Where's the Chumas of Maestros? Gonna be mafresh? You weren't mafresh yet. I it's oymediyos. It's lavke mishulmu damian, and it's for that reason you have to be mishalim the entire thing. But the Gemara doesn't like that svar because the Gemara says if toivus ano ain't a mammon. If toivus ano is ain't a mammon, meaning if really he holds toivus ano is ain't a mammon, and the only reason you're telling me you don't, you have to pay for everything is because you weren't mafresh yet. The chumas v'maisres. I disagree with your taina mali hormi mali loy hormi. The Gemara is chayzer from this taina. You have to know what the before and after is. But the Gemara says I disagree. Meaning. At the end of the day, there's Shumas of Meisters that's Morifir, and because there's Shumas of Meisters that's Morifir, then for sure, if Rebbe held that Tavis Hanal was mum, was in a moment that you would not pay called Meitivloi. If he holds, you do have to pay called Meitivloi. Balkorchach, he must hold that Tavis Hanal is mum. But the Gemara says you could still be Taich. You could still say that Rebbe holds Tavis Hanal's in a moment, just like Rebbe Yisrael, Rebbe Yehuda holds Tavis Hanal's in a moment. What's the cash of Tavis Hanal's in a moment? Why are you paying for everything? You should only pay for the Chulin Shabbai. You shouldn't pay for the Chumas of Meisus Shabbai because the Balabais is not even a Bible on that. Elahainu time of the Rebbe, Shan Rebbe is, Konsu Rabbanon Leganev, Kehecha Deloitliknev. It's just a Knas. You're right, really shouldn't have to pay because you really take anything that belongs to him. However, Konsu Rabbanon Leganev, and that's the reason that you have to pay. It's only a knas. Not because you stole something that belongs to him. Because service is not moment, but it's a knas. What about Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Savar, not only are we not constantly in the Ghana, but just the opposite. Konsur Rabbanu Labal Bayes. We're going to give the knas to the Baal Bayes. And we're going to tell the Baal Bayes. And listen here. You want to have Tevel? Have Tevel. No problem. But just realize you're living dangerously because if somebody comes and he steals it, he's not even going to pay you that. We purposely don't want the Balabais to end up getting everything that's, that's coming in because we want him to end up losing us. Like this, if somebody steals, you're not going to pay back 100 cents on the dollar. And by the way, you still have Tevel, so you're going to have, still have to be Mafish Shumas and Mises. You're going to end up losing out. But the bottom line is, we had a stira between one line and another line in the Mishnah. A stira that the Gemara thought is a stira in Tevisana Mammon or Tevisana Ena Mammon. The Gemara reconciled it. Oh, no worries. There's two Shittas and Shas. This Shittas Rebbe holds Tevisana's Mammon and the Shittas Rebbe Yitzchak Yudah holds Tevisana's Ena Mammon. Where is this Machloikis? According to Rebbe, you have to pay for everything, probably because Tevisana's Mammon. According to Rebbe Yitzchak Rebbe Yudah, you only pay for the Dmei Chulun Shabbat. Why don't you pay for the Dmei Chumas and Maishas? Probably because Tevisana's Ena Mammon. Oh, it's so very good. So one line of the mission is going according to Rebbe, the other line of the mission is going according to Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda, but the Gemara said, no, that's not a good sushta, because that Machlaikis Rabbi and Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda, has nothing to do with Tevis Anamamun, or Tevis Anamamun. What then is the Machlaikis Tolian? In the final analysis, the Machlaikis is, do we cancel the Ganev and make him pay for 
Dmei Kuloi, even though Tevis Anazene Mamin, or do we cancel the Balabayis, Kihechadolai Lishelatively? But everybody holds Tevis Anazene Mamin in that Machloikis. As a result, that Machloikis will not help our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, we're not looking for an opinion of whether Tevis Anazene Mamin or Ena Mamin. What we're looking for is a Machloikis. If you're going to answer the Kasha, that it's the one line and the other line are two different Tanam, so you have to find the Machloikis Tanam. That Machloikis Rebbe Reis Behuda is not a Machloikis whether Tevis Anazene Mamin or not. Okay, so we're back to square one. We're back with uh, a Stira, how to reconcile the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Rava Amar. Rava said that the Teretz to the Mishnah is as follows. And the way all the Rishonim explain is that Lo'olam the time of the Mishnah holds that Tevis is Mav. Tevis is Mav. Now, if Tevis is Mamin, that would explain the safe of the Mishnah. Why Yitlu Acherim? Because I, the Balabayas, who made the nether, have a schus Tevis Hanah. Tevis is Mamin. You can't take it from me. What's the kasha? How do you understand the first line of the Mishnah? That seems to imply You tell me everybody holds Tevis Anah's moment. Okay, so explain the first line of the Mishnah. The reason in that line they could take Balkarche is Mishnah. The Chuma Lechaze El Kayan. Because Chuma only belongs to the Kayan. And being that this person just answered the Chuma. Not on specific kaihanim, but on all the kaihanim, shavya afra ba'alma. What he essentially did was he made it offer. The Ran says, he made it hefker. But that's really what happened. And being that he made it hefker, so what emerges is, it's not his. Oh, it's not his. It's hefker. Therefore, the Allah is you're allowed to take it. So the chilik in the two lines of the Mishnah, it's not too shitas. It's not too broad sheet as Tevis on a moment, Tevis on a moment. The chilik is what we thought it was when we started the Gemara. It sounds like it's the case, it's the nuance that is the difference between the two lines. In one case, he said all the Kayanim, and the other case, he didn't say all the Kayanim. In the other case, he said Kayanim Elu. What's the Nafgamina? If you say Kayanim Elu, so then you're maintaining ownership of it. But when you say all the Kayanim, so you just made it Hefker. I, I didn't make it Hefker. I know you think you didn't make it Hefker, but you did make it Hefker. Because you can't have enough from it, and now, Kayanim can't even take it, and so now you don't even have Tavisana. Let's, let's speak out the Lambda a little bit better. Tavisana's mom, and because Tavisana's mom, and if you say Kayim Ploy, you can't have enough from me, you can't take Tumas and Why? Because of the Tavisana Shabbat. Who cares? I care. Tavisana's mom, and therefore you're not allowed to take it from me. When a person says Kayanim and Levim, Throughout the world, so now you basically said you won't have any coin and levy to give it to. The only bailus you had was the Tevisana. You just gave away your schos Tevisana. You know what you did? This is, I'm calling the Rishonim here. You were mafkarit. Oh, it's hafkarit. It's hafkarit. Anybody can take it. Well, I was mafkarit. Yeah, you know why you were mafkarit? Because you relinquished the only right you had. You had one schos in this zach, and that is. Figure out which kind of lady to give it to. And what did you do? You shot yourself in the leg. You decide I'm not giving it to any kind of Levian. Well, guess what? You just made it Afrodite. This is what you did. It was Shavya Afrodite. That's what you did. And because you just made it after, since for that reason, you are out. There's so much in this stuff that we just did. Amazingly, we did it in under an hour. But this daf is really fully, fully loaded. Just to end with one lighter hour, we prepared some raid, but uh, obviously we're not going to get to it. But just to, to end with one very, very lighter hour, it's a hour that I heard 
from Agoyen Agadol Rav Shmuel I heard it at one of the Shabbos Sudas, say he was talking about this idea that you find in Shas, that there's an Afgamina between Leket Shikha and Peya versus Tzedakah, and maybe even Trumas or Maestras. That Leket Shikha and Peya, there's no Tavasana. As opposed to Trumas or Maestras, over there, over there, there is Tavasana. So he said that Rashi says in Parshans Vayera, so the context is the Ebesh is about to destroy Sadoim. Says Rashi in Chumash, Every single time it says the word it's always it's always a bad thing. There's one exception. That's the only place where it's not like that. That matnas has a koyach that it could be mahapech midas haroiges l'rachamim. So the Torah in the parish of matnas said hashkifa mimoin kachacha. It used the word hashkifa, the dreaded word hashkifa. Why did the Torah do that? Because the Torah wanted to make a point that although ordinarily hashkafa is lura, but here if a person gives matnas aniim, so it's hoifach midas haregas l'rachamim, and that's why with Dafki using the word hashkafa in a, in a good sense, hashkifa m'man kachacha, that that hashkafa which is always lura, now all of a sudden is going to be nepach. It's v'nahapachul ayehudim. Suddenly it's going to end up being a good thing. So Rabbi Shmuel said that it sounds a little bit from this chazal. That it's Manas Aniyim that has the Koyach to be Mahapach Midas Haregaz Larachamim. Not Tzedakah. Tzedakah and Manas Aniyim are not synonymous with each other. Tzedakah Luchod and Manas Aniyim Luchod. Tzedakah is to give 10% of your Nechasim, to give a Chaymish, etc., etc. Manas Aniyim are the Matonis that the Torah said you have to give to an Ani. Leke, Chikha, Peyeh, Maisa Ani. These are the Manas Aniyim. Chazal's lotion is Godel Koyach Matnasaniyim. It's not Sadaka per se, it's Matnasaniyim. Now the emphasis, Rabbi Shmuel said, and I saw the shtickle is printed in the Zoysli Yaakov on Parshish Kedoshim, that a person that gives Sadaka, he's Ma'ur an incredible Midas Harachimim. There's nothing to talk about. And the Lashonis that the Rambam says in the end of Hilchanasaniyim about a person that gives Sadaka is literally Nifla. Again, there's no, no debate about that. But at the same time, it seems that there's a, a special koyach of being mahapech roigiz l'rachamim when it comes to matnas aniyim. So said Rabbi Shmuel Yankiv, what's the word? I'll read it to you from the Sefer inside. It says, Listen to L'shoyne Hazav. Every word is beautiful. The mitzvah of Matnas Anim is Aziva. Just leave it for the Oni and the Ger. And a person, when he gives like a Chikrim when he gives Matnas Anim, he doesn't even have Toivasano. The Hatomo, what's the beer? What's the Tifkite? The Rachmonos Zakinu Laniyim Bahay Sada. Koloshin Harash Mishans Rish Peya. The Rash says in the beginning of Peya, Rachmonos Zakinu Laniyim Bahay Sada. Together, the Oymik of the Oni Vilagar Tazai Voisam, the Oymik of me not having Toivasana when it comes to my Lekha Chikrim Peya is, I'm not a Balabos on the Lekha Chikrim Peya. I don't even have Toivasana. 
Tovis Hanav is a man that holds his moment. It's for sure has value like you spoke out. I don't even have that. What do you mean I don't have that? So who gets to decide that? The Ani gets to decide that. The Ani is your shutif as it relates to Leket Shekhin The Rachmona Zakinu Laniyim Bahaisad. That's the Lashon Arash. The Ani has a schus. The Iker Mitzvah son, he has Shiram Hefke The Iker Mitzvah is that live it. Let it just stay there. Vahainu Lesalika Bailas today. It's to remove your proposed ownership. And walk away from your zika, your zchus that you have in this moment. As opposed to the mitzvah which is not a steer to the hergish of bailus. The hergish of tzedakah is that a person has money, he has a mitzvah now to give tzedakah with that money. But he's operating with the background of Ichman Abaylam of the Gelt, and now I'm going to do the right thing with the money. So I'm not going to patchke the money. I'm not going to save it. I'm not going to put it under a mattress. I'm going to do something with it. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to make the right decisions with this money. It's working with the premise that you're a Abaylam on the money, but you're just going to make sure that you do the right thing. It's not Shaykh. It's Ashrech Abaylam Azev, V'toivlok Loylam Abba, Kala Merachem, Merachem in all of, the way the Rambam says when he talks about this Indian, it's, it's, it's the biggest Rachem in the world and the biggest Midas Rachem comes from someone that does that. Oh, but said Rav Shmoyankif, there's a Tifkait in Lekechek Chempeyo, because Lekechek Chempeyo, you don't even do that. You don't have the Hargoshas Abaylos. Even there you didn't have, because you don't even get to the which I need to give it to. The mitzvah is leave it there. The mitzvah is for a person to internalize the Rachmana Zakinu Laniyam Bahisada. That the Ani is, is a Shutif. He gets to decide. You're not even going to decide. You don't even have that. You don't even have the Toivasana in a moment. Even that is something that you don't have. Maybe that's the Oymek in Chazal. When a person can do that, when a person can have a hergish of Rachman Zakinu Laniyam Bahaisada, when a person can give Stoker with a hergish of to be in a place we have no argoshas bailos bichlal. That's the ultimate vitor on his midas adin Because really, it his is. Says that's why it has a bezundir koyach to be mahapach midas adin to to midas When a person can be so mevater on what's rightfully his. So you're being mevater on your midas adin, that's ma'ura, tremendous schos and shamayim of you now having your midas adin suddenly being nepach, the midas arachemem. There's a hisafa that Rabbi Shmuel said by the Suda that I see was not printed. In this shnickles, Oisli Yaakov, Rabbi Shmuel said over that the Braisa says in Yevomis, Tachnem Zayinam and Aleph, in the Sugis of Geirus, and Perak Achoyletz, Tanu Rabbonin, Ger Shabal is Geir. A Geir that comes to be Megayer, Bisman, as a Oimramlai, we give him a, we try to talk him out of it. We tell him, Maro Isa Shabasal is Geir. It, Iato Yodeo, don't you know? She is Rob, Bisman, as a Defuyim, Chufim, Schufim, Turofim, Visurim, Bon Aleim, Imoimer, if he says Yodeo, and even if he says Yodeo, and even if he says and now we start telling him a little about Torah mitzvahs. 
We tell them about Chela, we tell them about Shabbos, we tell them about Skila. And if you go through all the things they tell them, somehow, let get Shikhebeya Maisaroni made the cut. This is somehow on the Mount Rushmore of Mitzvahs that when you're telling the guy who's Bolas Geyer that you want to know what it means to Zainayid, you tell him about Leket Shikhebeya. So the question is, why are you telling him about Leket Shikhebeya? So the Gemara on the base has a little pshat. But for Oye, tell about Stoko. Why are you telling him about Leket Shikhempeya? The reason you tell about Leket Shikhempeya, said Rabbi Shmoyaikiv, is because Leket Shikhempeya has this hergish in it. It has this hergish that a yid lives, a yid lives that whatever the Abish gives him is not really his. And a yid has this Indian that he's mevater abaylus today. And that's something that's so manifest in the mitzvah of Leket Shikhempeya. Incidentally, it says Leket Shikhempeya umayser oni. Maiserani, so my first reaction when I looked up the Gemara again was, Maiserani, what do you mean? There's no La'ani Vilager Tazavoysim when it comes to Maiserani. But I realized, Shafti Viroisi Kitoyso, because there is, it's Mamish today's daf. It was Rav's Teretz. Rav says to the Tzvei Dinam and Maiserani, there's Maiserani Amishalik Betoycha Bayes, the Chsiva Be Nasino, and there's Maiserani Amishalik Betoycha Gronois, where it doesn't say Nasino, where it says, Vehinachta Bisharecho. And like the Ran says, Vinachta Bisharecho is like La'ani Vilager Tazavoysa. So what they would tell, this get that's Balis Geir, you should know this Leket, this Shikha, this Peya, and this Maiser Oni Hamishalik Betoycha Gronis. They really got into the Lumbus, the red bite that we didn't speak out. But either way, that's the Oymik in Leket, Shikha, and Peya, and the special place that it has, Sayin, in Halacha, in Machshava, and Befrat, and this ability to be Mahapach Midas Haroiges, Midas Harachanim, like Rashi says in Parshas Vayera.